Hello again, Timberwolves fans. It is time for episode number 35 of Timberwolves Explosion, which is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. Today is Thursday, the 15th of October, 2009. It is great to have you on board. Thank you very much. I do appreciate it very much. And we would like you to join the message boards on thesportstuff.com, which is, of course, the flagship website for Timberwolves Explosion. There's a button in the upper right-hand corner of TSS, or thesportstuff.com. Click on that. It says TSS Boards. You'll be prompted to sign up. Do write Paladino Live in the referral bar, which is about a page down or so. It says who referred you. Paladino Live, P-A-L-A-D-I-N-O, Live, two separate words. So do enter me in. I don't make money doing it. It is more or less saying I referred you to the website and shows how much I care because I do. Of course, Ossie Wolf was somebody who joined recently, added me as a referral, and uh, hey, thank you. Saying hello to Ossie Wolf, who of course is from Australia. Big Timberwolves fan. He's been a fan of this show for about nine months or so. So thanks always, and that's a shout out to you, Ossie Wolf. All righty. So let's get more of you out there. Onto the sportstuff.com. More new members on the sportstuff.com. More than welcome. There's so much to talk about on there. Also, timberwolvespress.com. Timberwolvespress.com, which is a great website for Timberwolves news. You can also see my podcast on there as well. And uh, it is just fantastic. I do love being on that website. I also serve as an admin and write columns from time to time on there. There's also some humorous comic. Review uh, comic relief on there as well. Some of the other members do that. It is a lot of fun indeed. Also, one final thing. We do have a voicemail line on the sportsstuff.com. It is 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. I'd like you to call into this show. It, mention you are calling for Timberwolves Explosion. And state your comment, shout out, whatever it is. And you will be on board. Keep it to about a minute. All right, the guest of the show today, we are going to review three games. The Timberwolves, one and two in the preseason, this preseason so far. Three games to review. We'll get into that mostly, and we'll get into background info as I review the games. You know, some positivity about Johnny Flynn and some uh, not-so-good things about other players. So with no further ado, we will take a 70-second break and be right back right after this. Here on thesportstuff.com, join the family with Purple Mafia. With Brett Favre now in the mix with Adrian Peterson, the best running back there is, along with the new Purple People Eaters, the Vikings ship is on course for something great. We're available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. We'll bring you the most honest and passionate Vikings show there is. Here on thesportstuff.com, we're turning up the tempo on Brave the Wild. A new era has come to the state of hockey with new attitude, Martin Havlet, a more open style with Coach Todd Richards, and a new philosophy in general manager Chuck Fletcher. We're available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. Answer the call and get ready to Brave the Wild. And 
and we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, episode number 35, which is a reminder for iPod, Microsoft Zoom, and other MP3 users. Thank you indeed for joining this explosion of Timberwolves basketball, as it is time to get into that team right now. Alrighty, well, the Timberwolves debuted their preseason play against the Milwaukee Bucks in Mankato, in Taylor Center. Hmm, that figures, it's called... Taylor Center, Glenn Taylor, Mankato, yeah, you get the idea, right? All right, Sunday the 4th, Milwaukee, Minnesota defeats the Milwaukee Bucks, 117-103, to 103 as <laughs> the NBA was no time having, ran, excuse me, <laughs> Ramon Sessions, as I'm finally able to say it correctly. I may have said it correctly on a previous show, um, Johnny Flynn was the first guy to say it that I, you know, I heard say it correctly. Ramon Sessions, as I'd been saying, Raymond Sessions forever over the last couple of years when he was a member of the Milwaukee Bucks. And then we went with R- Ramon, nope, Ramon Sessions goes against his old club. And here we go. Here we go. Milwaukee Bucks. Well, they don't look so hot coming into this one. As of course, the Timberwolves, um, the Timberwolves, uh, fast break, explosive offense looks pretty darn good in this game. 25 points in the first quarter, that was their low. 31 in the second, 30 in the third, and 31 in the fourth. Just an all-out monster game for the Timberwolves coming out coming out of the break here. Very, very exciting. The Milwaukee starters not looking so hot, really, but most of them didn't really get much playing time. As uh, <sighs> Mabaha Amut was the only Milwaukee buck to uh, play over 20 minutes in this game. Bogut, who I think... I'm leaning more and more towards him being a bust. I mean, uh, definitely not a first overall pick, that's for sure. Luke Ridnar started in the game, not Brandon Jennings. Brandon Jennings, you could argue, played better, though he did get a lot more playing time, and he only shot 6 of 15 from the floor. Hakeem Warwick, the story of the night for the Milwaukee Bucks, though, 28 and a half minutes, 24 points, 6 of 8 from the floor, 12 of 15 from the stripe. Pretty darn good. He also threw in a block. But this was just a really exciting game. Johnny Flynn, right off the bat, well, showing how aggressive he is, slashing to the hoop. And that's what he does, folks. This guy is really good in traffic. Um, he didn't make a field goal in this game. And he was making, he was joking about it. Yeah, hopefully someday I'll be able to make a field goal. 0 for 5 from the floor, but still managed to get 14 points and 7 assists in this game to go along with 3 turnovers. 14 of 15 from the line was Johnny Flynn. So... Definitely a sign that this son of a gun is going to drive the lane. You're not going to hear Dan Barrero screaming about how Terrell Brandon, you know, a former Timberwolves point guard, a lot of you probably remember, never got to the free throw line because he never drove the lane. Johnny Flynn is not going to be that guy. You can tell he is going to be an aggressive mamma jamma. Corey Brewer, pretty, well, pretty rusty early on. And, uh, well, I mean, the guy's never really been an offensive juggernaut anyway. In about 16 and a half minutes, just two points and three rebounds. So not much going for Corey Brewer. Over four from the field, but Al Jefferson very efficient. The other guy, the other guy returning from a ACL injury, and the guy who actually was injured two months after Corey Brewer, had a pretty darn good game, really. Six of eight from the floor, 14.3 rebound night. Only three rebounds, so I was kind of wondering, hmm, that's interesting. But Ryan Gomes and Kevin Love pretty much scooped up all of those. 10 for Gomes, 13 for Kevin Love. 17 points and 13 rebounds for Kevin Love. 13 points also for Ryan Gomes. So two double-doubles there. 
and uh, Sasha Pavlovich, not Pavlovich, I've been calling him Pavlovich, but Pavlovich, looking pretty darn valuable here. Only one of four from three-point range, you know, that's not spectacular, but five of nine from the floor, 15 points off the bench. Um, you know, he looked pretty good against Chicago as well. I'm going to get into that pretty short, uh, pretty shortly. Ramon Sessions, as I'm getting more consistent saying that correctly, looked okay, but really, to be honest with you, there, there's nothing spectacular about him right now. There, there really isn't. Only shot the ball three times in about 22 minutes, six turnovers in the game, four assists. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, there, there's something I'm going to get into, too, very shortly. Uh, as we get to before the Bulls game, we'll get into it. Um, oh, what the heck! I'm going to get into it right now because it, you know you can know you're you're noticing Corey Brewer started at shooting guard, not Ramon Sessions. Remember how they were talking about Flynn and Sessions going at it in the? Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, playing together in the backcourt. It's going to be like how oh yeah, Ricky Rubio and Flynn can play together. You know that was all David Kahn saying that, not Coach Kurt Rambis. And uh, he said the same thing about Ramon Sessions and Johnny Flynn in the backcourt, right? Well, Kurt Rambis, over the last couple, you know, the last couple weeks here now, as it's been about two weeks of uh, training camp, started at the end of September, of course, being the 15th today. His comment about, you know, he, they saw them play together and he was like, uh, and no, it's looking like Ramon Sessions is going to primarily be the backup point guard. Johnny Flynn will be the starter permanently, it looks like, which I have no problem with. But Ramon Sessions is not going to be playing with Johnny Flynn very much. As uh, It's very sparing. You see the two together on the floor. Um, that means we have them. The good part about that is you're going to have a good point guard in the game no matter what. Uh, Johnny Flynn clearly, to me, long, especially long-term, is, is, the, is a, the better talent. But Ramon Sessions is a very, very good point guard. It's uh, he's a very good basketball player. He slashes like nobody's business. You never really see him put up a jump shot. He just slashes, and that's fine. I mean, if I was the head coach of this team, that's what I'd be saying too. Because uh, Ramon Sessions is not a shooter at all. Johnny Flynn to date though hasn't been much of a shooter either. He's more of a slasher as well. Just an explosive player on the break. Ryan Hollins looking pretty solid. He chipped in eleven points, seven of eight from the line. Ryan Hollins in his first game as a wolf. Not bad at all. And Damian Wilkins, I'm going to talk more about this guy too today. He looks pretty valuable. You know, he's a pretty valuable young player. 7.4 rebound performance in only 15 minutes. I like what he brings to the team. I mean, he's a he's, he's more athletic than I thought. And I know Wilkins, Dominique Wilkins, Gerald Wilkins, you know, especially Dominique, you know, it kind of runs in the family, the whole Wilkins thing. You know, it's kind of in their blood, some athleticism. But still, yeah, there's no guarantee until you actually see him play, right? I mean, you don't just assume somebody's going to be a great athlete. But uh, he's a pretty athletic guy. You know, he's he's no starter. He's no star or anything. But he is, uh, I really like what I see out of him. Wayne Ellington, really, really raw, folks. Really raw. And, uh, and he, I, I, I don't know. There's, the shooting guard spot on this team is not really exciting. The funny part is when I, what I just said about... Damian Wilkins isn't a starter or anything. Well, right now, I'd probably have to tell you, I'm going to have to go on a limb and say he's the best shooting guard we have right now because Ramon Sessions will not play shooting guard. He will not play shooting guard on this team. Um, yeah, 
Damian Wilkins right now is probably the best shooting guard we have, and that's kind of sad, but that's how it goes. Um, Jason Hart, interestingly, did not play in this game. I was actually a little bit surprised because you'd think you'd want to see what he can, you know, you'd want to put him out there a little bit. I, I think he makes the team. Jim Peterson mentioned that as well later on in a later broadcast. Uh, yeah, I, I think Jason Hart will be on the Wolves this season. He's he, he's a, he's this year's Kevin Ollie, kind of a guy who's been around a while. And, uh, he, you know, he's going to have his shot to be the third-string point guard for the Wolves. All right, enough of the Milwaukee game. Let's get into the, uh, well, it wasn't nearly as fun. Friday the 9th, Friday the 9th of October, Timberwolves play Toronto in the Target Center. So let's get all excited. Let's get revved up. The Timberwolves are coming home. We get to see this new product for the very first time, and they get thromped 112-97 in a very, very low-energy game. Just a depressed, it was like a funeral this last Friday. 112 to 97, yeah, bull crap, right? Toronto too. Toronto's not that great; they really aren't. And Bargnani manages to put in 21 points in this game, eight of 11 from the floor, including two three-pointers. That is the uh, center for the Toronto Raptors, who went number one overall in the 2006 draft. A guy who I've long thought is not deserving of that, but uh, who knows? He's he's starting to come around a little bit. Did get in foul trouble in the, late in the game, though. Five personal fouls for Andrea Bargnani. DeMar DeRozan, an, another guy who's a bit raw, but I think he's going to be a pretty darn good basketball player. I think anybody that can see him out there would agree with that. The guy looks pretty good. And Reggie Evans, well, he's on another team again. Rasha Nesterovich apparently has returned to Toronto. It just gets more and more crazy. Marcus Banks. There's a couple of Wolves ties in this game. Patrick O'Brien is from uh, Minnesota. As well, and he had an okay game. 6.3 rebounds with 16 minutes off the bench. Not a bad job for Patrick O'Brien, who's, you know, he's still fighting to stay in this league. Uh, he ha- he was ranked higher in the draft than he's really turned out as a player to date, unfortunately for him. And then, oh, Doobie. Remember that guy, Doobie? <laughs> a possible uh, trade uh, a, a guy we'd get in return for Rashad McCann's last year. I remember talking about him. I, heck, I listened to that show a few days ago just for the heck of it to see how, you know, just listen to old shows. I do that from time to time for fun. Um, just not a fun game for the Wolves. Toronto kind of had a little coming out party here, and Hidu Turkulu didn't even play in the game. That's kind of sad, isn't it? Yep. Kind of sad. Kevin Love, though, another double-double. Look, this guy's looking pretty darn good, and he is just... Every time somebody misses a shot on this team, and you know a lot of guys are missing shots on this team, by the way, that guy Kevin Love is always there to get the offensive rebound. Five offensive rebounds in this game, spectacular. And Corey Brewer did the same thing. And Brewer, you could argue, outplayed everybody in this game, despite the fact Al Jefferson was actually seven of twelve from the floor, one rebound. Al Jefferson at this point averaging about two and a quarter rebounds a game. Starting center for the Wolves with four rebounds. No, excuse me. What am I talking about? With two rebounds a game. I'm not thinking. Four rebounds in two games for Al Jefferson. Hmm. Yeah, that's that, that that's a little strange to me. It, it, it actually is. Sasha Pavlovich started in this game. So Kurt Rambis doing a little bit of shuffling early on. And yeah, Corey Brewer, 4 of 14 from the floor. Made 8 of 9 free throws in this game. 16 points. He was the overall best player with 3 steals, 2 assists, 5 rebounds. A nice stat filler. 
for Corey Brewer on this particular night. Johnny Flynn went from seven assists to one and then five turnovers. So Flynn looking a little bit less organized in this particular game. And it was kind of a bummer. And, you know, my buddy Forecaster went as far as to say, Marcus the Forecaster went as far as to say, I'm not sure how good Flynn's going to be this year because he's a little raw. And, yeah, I think he'll be okay. It's just more or less you're going to get games like this out of Johnny Flynn because he's just getting started, especially super early on. And, of course, there's some people that are going to come out and say, who cares, it's preseason. Well, the Timberwolves, you know what, folks? This whole season is a preseason for the Timberwolves, you, you, you could argue. Now, of course, they're making millions of dollars, and me calling it preseason is, is not going to make too many people happy, but in a lot of ways it is a preseason. It, it is for the Timberwolves. It's not really about let's win 40 games this year, even though, who, who knows, maybe they will. But, you know, more power to them if they do, but it's not even as much about wins and losses with this team, even during the regular season, as it is about development. You know, for the future, then that maybe next year the Timberwolves push into the 40-plus win category. This year, I don't think there's a chance it's going to happen yet. The frustration with me mounted this week with how many people out there on message boards, in the media, and pretty much everywhere you go, who cares about the Timberwolves, people will tell you. And, you know, they're they're not a team worth posting anything about. And it, it drives me nuts. I get really sick and tired of the, you know, the arrogance people out there in the national media and just, you know, other cities in the NBA have uh, uh, against the Timberwolves team. They just automatically write them off like they don't even count. And... It it bugs me. I I know. I'm sorry, and it really shouldn't bug me, but but it does sometimes because it just gets old. I know some of you some of you listeners out there might agree with that statement. It gets really old. I I think this team has more talent than people want to give them credit, and at very least they're going to be a lot more fun to watch. And uh, Johnny Flynn, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this guy is going to make things extremely interesting in this town. And I think he's going to shut up a lot of those people out there that are quick to judge the Timberwolves in terms of just saying they're the worst team ever. You know, the worst team ever? Really? Sacramento Kings looked a little worse last year. And I know they lost, yeah, I mean, yeah, they lost more games and everything. But really, it's it's even worse than that, though. I mean, who who, who did they have? Kevin Martin? Other than that, what, Beno Udre? I mean, they had no future really going other than maybe Jason Thompson over there. Who's, who's good, but he's not, I don't think he's a franchise changer. They're already talking about how uh, their young center over there in Sacramento is looking like, uh, you know, he might he might really regress here and that he's not as good as people may have thought early on. So we're just going to have to wait and see with that. Enough of this game. It was just <laughs> disgusting and depressing. So now we'll get into yesterday's game. Wednesday, the 14th, Minnesota versus Chicago. A fairly entertaining game a fairly entertaining game though unfortunately despite a early start for the wolves the bulls go on a pretty substantial run they go on like a 10-0 run wolves open up with a you know with a nice start johnny flynn scores the first points of the game and everything not a bad game overall for the wolves but the bull yeah when the bulls went on that 10-0 run it got a little frustrating um another disappointment for me in this game johnny flynn only two assists Overall, though he did make some really, really nice passes. And I'm telling you, man, this guy, 
When he is, gets the loose ball on the open floor, Johnny Flynn, he just explodes, man. He just explodes to that basket, and he, he puts the ball in. Johnny Flynn, by the way, 7 of 9 from the free throw line, 13 points overall. 7 of 9 from the free throw line, though. This guy gets to the line big time. Corey Brewer, 8 of 12 from the free throw line. Brewer was pretty active on this day. The guy still can't shoot at all, and when I saw him put up a 3, it was just like, what was the point? Luckily, he only shot one, but... Um, Corey Brewer's a, you know, he's a quirky player and he, it's looking more and more like he's the starting shooting guard for this team because he started all three games at shooting guard so far and I don't think, I just don't think that Coach Rambis is going to put Damian Wilkins in as the starting shooting guard. I, I don't think it's going to happen. And by the way, Alexei Petrov, which luckily I had been saying his name correctly, I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's it's early early on. I I don't like him. The guy, this guy, I I I don't know. He he can't shoot at all. He can't shoot at all. I I don't know if he's really even warranting. Uh, I don't know if he's really an answer at any at, at power forward or center at all. I don't know. He shot the ball five times, and virtually every one of those shots, including the three three pointers he shot, were. Pretty horrible. I mean, they really, really were horrible shots, and I don't know what you're... I really don't know what you have in this picture of. Uh, it's not over yet. Who knows? It's not over for him just yet, but he was terrible. He really was. <laughs> it was a joke. By the way, Derek Rose did not even play in this game, nor did Brad Miller. He had the Wolves, and, and even Jerome James. Yeah, Jerome James didn't play in this game. Imagine that, right? No, but Chris Richard did play. Do you remember Chris Richard, folks? Yep, Chris Richard, the former Timberwolf second-round pick, who looked decent, but really at the same time, the guy, when he was here, it's like, what does he do? Does he rebound? Does he score inside? Does he block shots? He didn't do any of that here. And I mean, he didn't do any. It was almost every game he'd play, it'd be like two points, one rebound, 16 minutes. It's like, really? That's it? 16 minutes? He couldn't do better than that? Well, he played a full 30 minutes off the bench for the Chicago Bulls. 17 point, 13 rebounds, 2 blocks, but 5 personal fouls as well. He looked pretty good, and he made a pretty scary-looking shot later in the game, and it's like, you lucky son of a gun. This was when he was fouled, and it's like, man, where did he come from? Uh, though Jim Peterson did make a comment saying he doesn't think Chris Richard makes that team, and he probably won't, and how the Timberwolves do need size inside. And he did make a note, a Petrov might not be the answer. Well, maybe the Wolves bring Chris Richard back. Maybe. I highly doubt it, because Kevin McHale's not running the team, and Kevin McHale's the guy that drafted him. But you never know. By the way, Johnson, the rookie Johnson, Chicago Bulls, this guy's going to be really good. I mean really, really, really good. He is the young man that Minnesota Timberwolves were hoping would slip to that 18th pick. Unfortunately, was scooped up number 16 by the Bulls. And that is why the Timberwolves took Dawson and traded him away to the Denver Nuggets. And uh, <laughs> it's going to be a really, th this guy is going to be really, really good, James Johnson. He is going to be awesome. I'm very impressed with him. And I'm I, I'm going to keep track of him all year and probably throughout his whole career. This guy, hmm, 9.10 rebound game. Only 3 of 9 from the floor. Barely missed, though, like a spectacular play where he split two defenders and did that classic Michael Jordan up, 
under reverse. I mean, it, he missed it by a thread. And uh, he he's going to be a good player. You can just see it coming, and you can see why the Timberwolves were hoping and praying that he was going to slip to that 18th pick. And huh, I would have been pretty happy if that were to happen. And uh, he would have definitely added depth in the forward positions. The Wolves do need help at forward right now. They really do. Petrov's not looking good, as mentioned. Pavlovich, I like Pavlovich. He is a nice defensive player, too. He made a couple of nice steals. One where he just he flew, stole the ball, and then saved it. I mean, it, it was a nice-looking play, but he, he just looks like a smart, you know, a high IQ player. Only 3 of 10 overall and 9 points. But, yeah, the 3 steals, and when he when he does make his shots, they look pretty darn good. And uh, I think Pavlovich has a future with the Wolves. Maybe not for too long, but that was a nice signing. It was it was a nice addition, and the Wolves obviously need an outside shot. Ellington didn't even play in this game. And uh, Ramon Sessions can't shoot from the outside. He made all four of his plays. Of course, they were all right by the basket because he was slashing to the hoop. And he's, he's good at that. He's very good. 13.5 assist game off the bench for... Ramon Sessions, I really liked what he did overall, but only 5 of 10 from the free throw line, and he missed some key free throws late in the game, and they were, weren't were weren't even close. So definitely a concern with me. This guy, only 50% from the line today, on this particular day. This was the uh, yesterday, the 14th. Horrible from the line yesterday. And, uh, you know, that was a small concern coming in with him anyway. As, what, what is he, a 75% free throw shooter? Definitely a concern. I mean, the guy does not have the greatest shot ever. And you can just see that he doesn't. And uh, Kurt Ramos is talking about really working with him on that. You know, he's got to work on his balance and all that stuff. But that's one of those things that could take years and years to develop. So we're just going to have to wait and see on that, unfortunately. Jefferson looked all right. Kevin Love, though, was probably the player of the game for the Wolves overall, I'd have to say. 12.13 rebound, another double-double for Kevin Love. He continued to scoop up those offensive rebounds, five of them in this day. Really aggressive when he when he, when he he got to play. Only 24 minutes in the game is obviously it's preseason. You don't want to kill him out there. Very impressed with Kevin Love, though. Very impressed. I You, know, you can just see the progress with him. He's going to be one of the top five rebounders in the league, I think, if he can stay healthy. Clearly, he's going to be a starter. I mean, he's probably right now the second best player on the team, unless Johnny Flynn can uh, emerge and take that role away from him. But uh, back on Petrov, though, of course, back on Petrov, though, notice he did play about 19 minutes. Yeah, no points in the game. So very unproductive. Four personal fouls as well. I don't like what I see out of him at all. He just does not look good. I know he's just coming back from injury. But it wasn't to his shooting hand, it was his It was his left. So we're just going to have to, <laughs> I don't know what to think of him. Damian Wilkins looking really solid again in 19 minutes. 5 of 9 from the floor with 10 points, 3 rebound performance. Just I, I, I like what I see out of Damian Wilkins. He's going to be a nice veteran for this team, and he he does a lot of things well. He's got a nice mid-to-outside mid, uh, mid shot, just really a solid, solid player for this team. It's just uh, too bad we're not ready to compete a little bit. He'd be good on a team like a competitive team, I think. He really would. So that concludes the uh, the game reviews. 
at this point in time. But overall, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's pretty much how things stand right now. Petrov not looking so hot. Roman Sessions not making free throws. And the main, main thing, though, they don't like him with Johnny Flynn in the backcourt. So it's because he can't shoot threes. That's got to have to do with it a little bit. You have no outside shot, really, when you have those two together. Flynn definitely has a future on the outside, but that's not even his job as much as Roman Sessions' job would be that. Because what are you going to do? Just have him slash all day and that's it? I mean, that sounds almost like a Doug West, you know? Lottie Doc. Because Doug West couldn't shoot from the outside either. But um, other than that, though, Johnny Flynn, you can just see that he's the real deal and that he's going to be an exciting player for this team long term. It's just so plain as day. What I love about him is the same stuff I saw from him in college, I'm seeing in the NBA. He's taken away those passing lanes. He's just, he's so quick. The dribble and pass that he does, it's so quick and so precise that it just, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing that he does. And of course, in traffic, he is, he is a monster when it comes to driving in traffic, multiple defenders. He, he'll, he'll get the ball in the basket somehow, some way. And if the if he's fouled, He's fouled, and he can make his he he hits his free throws, unlike Ramon Sessions and a few others. Kevin Love did make his free throws on this day, though, which was very very encouraging. Because remember last year he wasn't so good at it. But hey, we're about out of time here, as I have time constraints with uh, TimberwolvesPress.com, and uh, you know other people didn't want this show to be over thirty minutes, so we're gonna call it a show. And I do thank everybody for listening. Again, do call in the phone lines, 209-736-7877, 209-736-7877. Do call in. I'd appreciate it very much. And uh, do contact me, PaladinoLive at Yahoo.com, PaladinoLive at Yahoo.com. For both, leave your name and town for both the, the uh, voicemail and the, the email, and uh, you will be mentioned on air, and it'll be spectacular. So until... About a week from now, we're going to call it a day, and uh, go Timberwolves!